This episode of the Mother Loving Future Show is brought to you by Amber Lestrange and Jenna Penrose with JMO 5000 Productions. Welcome to the Mother Loving Future Show, everyone. We are so happy to have you here with us. And we are equally as happy to have a very, very, very special, special guest on today. Jenna, do you want to introduce our guest for today's episode on plant medicine? Yes. So our guest today is a very special human, if you can even call her human anymore. Um, her name is Lori Barron. She's a, my dear friend, and um, she is an expert in plant medicine for a lot of different reasons. First of all, she has a master's degree in traditional Chinese medicine, which makes her an acupuncturist and uh, an herbalist, really. Is that mm-hmm. what you would call it? Yeah. A yeah. sensei, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, she's a perpetual seeker of ancient and sacred teachings, and that ignited while in her Taoist medicine training. Um, she studied many native cultures around the world. She's been to South America, Indonesia, and Europe, sitting in plant medicine ceremonies and learning about plants and reconnecting to the earth. Lori learned how to use the sacred medicine that is lots of different types of plants um, that can support physical, mental, spiritual growth and balance. Um, Yes. So she now supports people on their path of healing and awakening by helping them to connect to plant medicines, meditation and energy work. She's an acupuncturist. She's an herbalist. She's a practitioner of traditional Chinese medicine. And we're going to give you all the info on how to find her. But I believe her website is Love Herb Girl. Herb Girl Alchemy. Herb Girl Alchemy. Perfect.com. Yes. So that being said, we are going to get into this topic of plant medicine. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm so happy yeah. to be here. Hi, Laura. Hi. Oh, you're so radiant. <laughs> She's okay, radiant. I, I just have to give the audience a description. <laughs> Please do. Laurie has this like, how would you like, auburn, golden auburn kind of wavy hair with this, what is this, chicken feathers? Chicken feathers. <laughs> quail? Rooster. Sorry, rooster. we've got some rooster. No. We've got yeah, exotic looks like quail. bird exotic quail feathers. feathers. <laughs> intertwined through her hair yeah. with this. What is this? This is incredible. This is a mala from Nepal that was blessed by the monks. Of course. And that is a, a beads. Yeah. And then she has her beads here with Muji. And then Muji. I have my beautiful master Muji. She's here. just sat with mm. Muji in Portugal. Yeah. And then she has a beautiful dress on as well. It's probably from Bali. She looks like a mermaid from Atlantis. Well, that's where you guys know each other from. That's, so that's probably what how I'm, you see that's her. That's what I'm vibing, baby. That's it's true. true. It's true. You guys were sitting in the water there, and I was like inside <laughs> dealing with color. Probably just as we're transforming <laughs> into dolphins to escape the fall mm-hmm. of Atlantis, Towards which I Adelaide. learned in our podcast episode on Atlantis, which we yeah. should all listen to because I was fascinated. Yeah, we'll link oh. it to the show notes, maybe. Maybe not. But you'll have to find it Laurie, yourself. we love you. Welcome. We We're love you. so excited to have you. I just want to say my partners are equally glowing and glorious and beautiful. Oh, <laughs> shucks. Uh, so without further ado, should we hear your definition, Jenna? Yes. Yeah, so this is my definition of plant medicine. Plants are some of our greatest allies, teachers, and healers if we are wise enough to listen to their silent whispers. Plants provide the oxygen that we breathe and the food that we eat, especially if you're a plant-based eater like I am 90% of the time. From prehistoric times, plants have been used to heal humans from any and every malady with special members of each native tribe dedicated to the study and knowledge of plant medicine. Traditional Chinese medicine is one of many global traditions that uses a deep understanding of plants to heal the human body. Essential oils, tinctures, teas, and salves are other forms that herbal healing can take. 
for those hardcore spiritual seekers, some plants, such as ayahuasca, can be used to break free from the 3D matrix by offering altered states of consciousness that can profoundly heal in psychological and spiritual roadblocks. Jenna. Beautiful. Oh, I mm-hmm. just got to applaud that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was brilliant. <laughs> Thanks, guys. You mm-hmm. are such a poet. Oh, that, well, that didn't really rhyme. Incredible. I could have done that in rhyming iambic pentameter. Then you could call me a poet. <laughs> well, next one. You <laughs> may have to rise to that occasion. Wow, that was brilliant. Captured um, it beautifully. Thanks, yeah, guys. Really, Thanks, really guys. great. Um, the, the intelligence mm-hmm. that plants hold embedded yeah. within their cellular structure. Yeah. Tell us, <laughs> excuse me, tell us how you got inspired, how you gravitated towards learning about plants. Mm. It's funny because I want to say they called me. Yes. <laughs> they called you on the phone? Do. Yeah. <laughs> they called me. Um, Center and ESP. I, it's funny. I, I started my training officially in 2000 when I started traditional Chinese medicine. And unbeknownst to me, I went to the only accredited school in Hawaii, who's where I was living at the time. And it happened to be a school that was started by a Taoist master. Mm. So the teachings were nothing that you would receive in any you know, Western textbook. They were very esoteric. And the first thing that we learned about was the energy of everything. And you know, everything has consciousness. Everything is energy, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's energy. Yeah. It is true. And at that time I was learning it from the 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 mind perspective, right? Mm-hmm. Learning everything was mm-hmm. energy. Mm-hmm. And in the course of the four years, I started to understand from an experiential point that everything is a consciousness and that when we are able to expand our consciousness and tune in to all of the consciousness that is around us, we can begin to communicate in a very different way. Mm. And we, in the, from that space, we're able to receive uh, the messages from the plants. Mm. And it's mm-hmm. them... Honestly, when we tune in that way, it's them that teach us how they can be our allies and how we can work together. So it's a very different way than looking at a textbook saying, this is this herb, it enters this channel, and it does A, B, C, and D. Physiologically, that's what the research has found, Mm. but there's a much, much, much deeper relationship that Mm -hmm. we can forge Mm. with these plants. This is such an important topic. I think that if people can grasp this concept that we are so innately connected to the earth in this way, then Mm. it would just change your viewpoint on how you treat it and how to protect it. Completely does. Yeah, this Mm -hmm. is really important. Wow. Okay, fascinating. Yeah, because I'm I'm an avid believer for um, food as medicine, which is obviously the same as ingesting anything. It's going to change your... Um, DNA, how yeah. how your cellular like makeup shows up will be it'll be yeah. it change the expression of your, your cellular genes. genes. Yeah, absolutely. And food is exactly the same. Yeah, right. It's if we're eating live foods, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. We can tune into the consciousness of the food. That's it. In the same in a meditative way where we are meeting it. Mm-hmm. You know, not necessarily with our minds, but from our hearts and our spirits. And you're going to adapt and to and, and express that vibration of what you're ingesting. Absolutely. And it's the same as thoughts and people yep. and energy, like auras. It's the same as you said, everything is energy. Right. So how do you interpret the energy imprint of like, for example, a live food or a plant that you're working with? How does the energy, the, the communication that is like an energy imprint that you can receive, how does that come to you? How does that um, like how do translate you pick up in the your mind? plant's communication? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, I mean, for me, um, I've, I haven't always done this practice, but one of the practices that I do is the first thing I do is uh, put my hands over my food. Mm. and begin to give appreciation and gratitude and blessing and, and just be thankful for this food, this life force that I'm taking into my body. Which I can say changes the way you digest your food. Totally. It opens you, totally. love and gratitude opens your cells and your digestive system and that changes, you know, how you digest your food. That's completely, great. Completely. And I've recently started the practice after sitting at, at the ashram with Muji in silence because I noticed a huge change. When I eat in silence and I actually tune into the food in my mouth as I'm chewing um, and tune into the energetic imprint of that food and really turn into tune into my intuition i'm able to receive again intuitively messages mm -hmm. from the food too mm -hmm. i so, started doing that practice as well yeah. funnily enough from my acupuncturist yeah. said that <laughs> you have to chew every single yeah. mouthful 52 times i believe 52. it is yeah is that true which is really hard to do That's because you're <laughs> usually sharing food with someone yeah. but it it became a meditation exactly and i noticed in that meditation in that silence and stillness and connection with the food i it, it just i don't know i got messages you absolutely do and you taste the food right in a very mm. different way too and you'll know really quickly if somebody prepared that food in a very rushed way, in an unloving way, if they were angry, you can feel it in mm. the food. That's why home cooked is the best. It's no one loves you more than mama. <laughs> it's true. Gobble Absolutely. that goodness up. And 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 you know, and physiologically, yes, because chewing, that will digest your food before it even gets to your stomach. So you're actually giving your organs a rest the mm. more you chew and allow the saliva to begin to pre-digest that food for you. Oh, so I'm if you have digestive that. issues in Chinese mm -hmm. medicine, if you have spleen chi deficiency or any kind of stomach deficiency, if you have any kind of digestive problems, just that practice will eradicate a lot of your problems. That's right, because you're, you're using so much of your life force energy, your chi to digest the food yeah. rather than heal whatever ailments or imbalances are going on in your body, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, oh, mm -hmm. beautiful. 101, chi mm -hmm. your food. Yeah. <laughs> wow, okay, incredible. So, did, so meditate while we're chewing our food mm -hmm. is a good way. Just be still and really feel it is a good way to present. understand and get the messages yeah, from the plants. be present, be present in the moment, you know, so often we've, we've made food a social thing, you know, so we're watching TV or we're talking or we're on our computers or our phones mm. or whatever it is. It's like, if we can be actually just present to what we're doing in the moment and that we're taking in something that's giving our body life, mm. right? Breath and food is what gives us life. Mm. And if we can do that in a present way, we're able to receive it in a way that's so much more nourishing mm. for us. Wow. Just yeah. that already is yeah. a revolutionary yeah. statement. It should be yeah. seen as a sacred simple. ritual. Absolutely. Really sitting down, creating a space where you can be focused and relaxed and receiving the messages yeah. from the oh, food. Does this mean no more yeah. Jeopardy during dinner for me? Well, as mamas, <laughs> shame on you. As mamas, you can actually make it a fun game, right? Then have your children do this. Like, let's be silent and see what your food says to you. Mm, and children, right. oh my God, the things that will come out of their mouth, they'll know. They'll be like, oh, I feel love. Oh, I see this color. Oh, the plant said this and the food said that. Like, mm. it's incredible. Like, make it a game with your children. Oh, it can totally be such a that. beautiful ritual. And you set them up for being conscious of what they put in their body. Yeah, that's brilliant. Mm -hmm. That's We need to get taught this type of thing because, yeah. yeah, we're just in such a crazy rush constantly in this 
new world. Oh. <laughs> Presence. Um, so how else do you work with plants to heal your mm. patients and to heal yourself? Yeah. So um, when I'm working with a client, um, oftentimes I, I do energy work because it allows me to feel what imbalances is happening within them. And for me, it's interesting. I've been working with the plants so long. I know them now almost as like personalities. Um, and they actually will come to me and, and let me know that this is a, an ally for this particular client on my table. Um, and do you that's work with uh, herbs? or yes. just uh, vegetables and those type no, of... No, I work with like herbs. What, okay, what people would, you know, I think they're all food, but what traditionally people would call herbal medicine. Okay, great. Like if you um, go into her house, she yeah. has like a whole wall of just of my jars with like every single kind of <gasps> dried <laughs> herb in it. Yeah. 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 So I custom blend different herbal concoctions. All organic custom. Yeah. Right. So you start with an energetic reading to gauge where the imbalance is. Mm -hmm. And then what's the next step? And then, you know, I I also talk to the person. um, What's going on in their physical body? How are they feeling? Um, What, where are they having pain? Where are they having disharmony? Um, What is it that they want to achieve? What do they want to get to? So it's, it's, it's a, we, we figure this out together. Sounds um, holistic as well. Yeah. Emotional, mental, spiritual, physical. You're looking at all of it. It's all connected. Yeah. It's, you can't look at, you can't take one piece out. You have to look at the body as a whole. And, you know, often people don't think about the spiritual part. You know, in Chinese medicine, we call the Shen, which does translate to spirit. And it's one of the three treasures of energy in Chinese medicine. It gives us the ability to make better decisions on our mm. life, to follow our heart's mm. path, to be open, to connect with one another in that way, to make eye contact. I love you, Jen. That's where the intuition <laughs> yeah. lives. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And so, and it's interesting because in Chinese philosophy too, all disharmony starts in the energetic bodies. And it's when we don't clear that out, that it kind of descends and the physical body is mm-hmm. the last place it takes hold. Manifests as yeah. illnesses. Yeah. So if we can actually clear it from a, a spiritual, energetic. emotional, energetic perspective before it descends into the physical body, that's called prevention. then we can be in harmony. So right? how is the average person... Um, meant to get empowered around clearing out their spiritual kind Mm -hmm. of trash. Mm -hmm. Tuning in to their emotions. You know, I, I said it with the food, but presence is everything. Everybody is either living in the future or the past, but if we can be present to the very moment in front of us, the only moment from which we create anything, we can really feel what's going on. And in feeling it, you digest it and it passes through and dissipates, hopefully. Hopefully. That's a choice, right? And that's even going into like meditation, which is connecting to that space within us that is beyond just the physical body, Mm -hmm. connecting to that space of peace and the the consciousness within us that can expand. And, you know, what is witnessing through your eyes? Mm -hmm. You know, ask yourself that. I exist, but what is actually watching the world around me through these eyes? And you find that space within you that is beyond just the mind, beyond Mm -hmm. the physical body. And it's, the plants that actually can help us really beautifully get into these portals within us, you know, or chakras too. Mm. Ooh, so you mm-hmm. work with plant medicine. Mm-hmm. So you call it plant medicine working with tinctures. And I call all of herbs, it plant medicine. Which it yeah. is. Yep. And so you <laughs> use them to guide you to where you need to be healed mm-hmm. or you yep. use them to heal those specific places like you know already or do they guide you to 
I would say that they definitely guide me. I have been working with some of them for so long that I automatically, like when a person says a certain thing, I can, I, a plant will just automatically pop into my head. Wow. Is it me? Is it the plant? I would say it's just their relationship. Creation. <laughs> yeah. How yeah. exciting. Yeah. Um, and usually the person, you know, I actually will have them smell, even just smell the plant right mm-hmm. offhand. And if it's a plant that's come, they'll be like, oh yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. It's interesting. A resonance yeah. test. There's with a that resonance person. right away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they even move towards other like, eh, no, not gelling with me. Yeah. Interesting. Exactly. And I do this over and I can do it over the phone even. Well, we just talk over the phone and the same kind of energy the, imprints come to take you. Take place. Exactly. And so do you oh sorry. I, I was gonna ask what um I wanna know like what plants are the top ones that pop in like or does it so specific to the person that you can't even say I'm going to say generally it's really specific to the person it's really specific to the season where they live what their you know life is like and there's definitely a couple that I have that are favorites that come in really often I would say one is like reishi mushroom Mm -hmm. that was going to be the one I guessed if I had to guess one it's the mushroom of immortality right ancient intelligence in that one right yeah Absolutely. And it's revered, right? The royalty, if you look at the old, old Chinese artwork, they always, the royalty always had a reishi mushroom. Oh my gosh. This was their gateway to immortality, you know? And well, it's a heart out opener. For them, though. Right. Everyone <laughs> should have the immortal at Cafe Gratitude. It's a reishi-based cappuccino. Yeah. yeah. Do it. Okay, yeah. side note. Yeah, Plug and that was incredible. Husha Wu is another one that I comes in really, really often. Um, that is a root that... Nourishes our, our Jing energy. We spoke a little bit about before this, which is our life jing. force. Yeah, it nourishes our life force energy. And it's our Jing is our, the foundation of our whole physical being. So if we're nourishing our Jing, we have that deep primordial energy. We age more slowly. We have more stamina. We have more strength that nourishes our blood. Um, you know, for women, they love it. It reflects in the quality of their hair. Your hair grows faster. It turns, mm. you know, it's famous for turning gray hair back into its natural oh. color. Hello. So it's a very youth preserving herb. Yeah. Holy grail. <laughs> Hushowu. Hushowu. I'm going to be getting, is another I'm getting word. some from you after yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, and actually, those two are a nice combination. Mm. Reishi and, and Hushowu. I'm going to add that to my tonic in the morning. How, what, what is the most common way that you apply these tinctures? I do it a couple different powders is one way, like powder extractions and then tinctures. I make mm-hmm. tinctures, which is another way. Tinctures are probably, they're extracted in alcohol, the most potent medicine. Mm-hmm. It's also very strong, so it's not necessarily appropriate for everyone. Mm-hmm. Depends what you're trying to achieve. And I work with actually the dried plants themselves as well. So topically. Or um, like no, making teas. it into a tea. Oh, into yeah. a tea. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because that's a nice way to blend them and it tastes delicious. And you're seeing She's the plant and it's whole, you know. This is an yeah. art form. It yeah, really is. Brilliant. I fantastic. can just see you in your, bre- <laughs> like in your kitchen brewing it, up spells. It, it is like, like that. That's like 24-7. Yeah. <laughs> I do that. I'm coming in yeah. this. You're like, yes. I do that. Yeah. I'm leaving this podcast with you to go for a session. Well, we do it on the full raid moon. your cupboard. Yeah. Full moon is a good time to make medicine too. You know? Incredible. So when we talk, you know, I know Jenna too and loves astrology. So the energy of, you know, the cosmos when we make medicine, you have to under, is also imbued in the medicine. Oh. So you can use the the astrology to also 
put certain energies into the medicine uh-huh. depending on what you want to achieve there too. That is yeah. fascinating. Yeah. Amber's mind is blown right now. I yeah. am <laughs> freaking <Yeah>. out. So <laughs> you use the... Um, you use the intelligence of astrology. Yeah. All medicine making is a ceremony. Oh, okay. So you align specific harvesting. Do you harvest and grow your own herbs? I Not harvest yet, some I in Topanga. I am currently looking for land. Oh Anybody my gosh. So am I. You and I should start a commune. <laughs> yeah. We can do I'm this. In. Yeah. I'm looking for land in Topanga yeah. too. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Yep. So, so you do have some herbs in Topanga that you're working with. I'll go up in the mountains, like just hiking, and I'll harvest oh, some herbs. Wild, yeah. Wild, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. And, wild and so mm-hmm. you do that with intention around the time that you're doing it, depending on where the planets are. Uh, when I make the medicine, I'm really cognizant. I often make medicines like the tinctures mm-hmm. um, on the full moons. And why do you do yeah. it on the full moons? Because that's when the energy is of the highest in all of the plants. And that's when the, um, the spirit of them for me is the most present. And I call the spirit of each plant into the medicine. So you yeah. do like a prayer meditation as you're creating your tinctures. Absolutely. Under the full moon. Under the full moon. and I, On it, her it, magic carpet. Yeah. And if I'm customizing a formula for somebody, I'll also introduce the spirit of the plant, the spirit of the person so that they meet in their energy and energetic form before they meet in the physical world. Alchemy. It's so fun. It's, it's true like, alchemy. Or girl she alchemy. Girl alchemy. <laughs> you see like stardust and lightning bolts jumping uh, out of your microphone right now. <laughs> wow. It's so fun. I mean, I love it. Yeah. Hmm. I feel very grateful and appreciative for what I get to do. Wow. Such magic. Can I ask you where you think the spirit comes from that is embedded in these different plants? Oh, where does it come from? I mean, where does our spirit come from? It comes from the void. That was a hard question. I feel like everything is like born out of the void. I feel Mm -hmm. like, you know, it's an expression of the universe, right? It's an expression of the universe. And, and, you know, I think Gaia herself, who is a consciousness, you know, also just wants to give us so much abundance. Mm -hmm. And I think every single plant that's here for us is just a most beautiful gift. And I think that we're meant to interact with them in this way. Mm. I think that they're, you know, it's the reason why they've called to me, you know, it's like, no, we want to have that alchemy with the humans of the planet too. We want to work together. We want to reconnect deeply back into Gaia and we want to live in harmony. Mm. Um, Ultimately, where does it come from? I want to say like, yeah, the void from which everything is born. The womb and tomb. Yeah. Womb and tomb, baby. Hexagram number two. (laughs) (laughs) I Ching has taken over Jenna's life. No, I mean, it's taken over a portion of my life. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah, I'm really feeling that. Um, oh, I had a question on the tip of my tongue in the vein of that. Um, what, what have you seen, um, most people come to you? Like how, mm-hmm. do you have a story about a miraculous healing or awakening through the plants? <laughs> yeah. I've, wow. I've had so many awakenings, but my story, my, my, I first came to them when I had excruciating problems my whole life. My, my menstrual cycles were just excruciating, excruciating, excruciating. And I pretty much was out of commission for three days of every month from the time I was 13 years old. And when I lived in Hawaii, 
<clears throat> excuse me, went to an acupuncturist or made a, a, an appointment with an acupuncturist, promptly got my period on the day I was supposed to have my appointment, called to cancel, and she refused to let me cancel. She told me to get in there right away, so I dragged myself in. She began to put needles in me, and within five minutes, it all disappeared. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, I don't know what magic you're doing, but this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Wow. And it was based around... That's what was a start. Wow. Mm -hmm. And that's based around stagnation. That's based around blood stagnation, yeah. That's right. Absolutely. Liver communication channels, the Mm -hmm. meridians. Moving the the chi, moving the blood that was stuck. And blood creates very stabbing type pain. Chi creates very heavy, distended type pain. And the needles open up the flow of chi in the channels. Um, and it was then that I went to Chinese medicine school and began to work with the plants. And that and the just needles. brought it up. Girl, you got to skills with the needles too. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, wow. <laughs> to a whole nother level. And then, um, you know, I, we talked about this before we got on, but I went to the Amazon years later, 2011, of course, <laughs> 2011, transformative year for many, um, and went to the Amazon and did work with, you know, the sacred plant ayahuasca. And that, I mean, I probably have more stories than I could fill two volumes of a book with of, of the ways which it awakened me and connected me to the planet and connected me to the cosmos and connected me to every living being and every living thing. And it was a turning point in my life that literally cracked me wide open and completely changed the course of my life. I think I can relate. Yeah, yeah, in every way. The veil <laughs> right? was lifted, Completely. right? Like nothing Completely. else. I, I mean, I don't want to say like nothing else no. because I have met people who are so connected to source that they can yeah. reach these levels of awakening mm-hmm. consciousness, seeing beyond the veil just by meditating and mm-hmm. connecting to source. But I've never experienced something like I have in ceremony. Yeah. So I get how it just rocks your entire world. Yeah. But it is no joke, you know, for our listeners. I've, I have not done it, but from what I've heard, it's like like you were saying, you have to fast for two weeks or diet. There's a diet protocol. Then it's like when you take the medicine, it like you just throw up a lot. Well, is that it's, right? It's, or it's, <laughs> everything goes to that part, right? And it's such like the most I minute powder part tell, of it. Yeah, and tell it's us, not throwing us. up. It's called yeah. getting well, Jenna, yeah. because you're releasing the blockages, the entities, the pain, yeah. whatever you need to shed, I guess, comes up in that um, getting well. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I'm happy to get into it with yeah. you, Laurie. And Jenna, you can just fire any questions yeah. at us that you want. Mm, perfect. Do, do you know much about the history of ayahuasca? I, I know a little bit about the history. And it's interesting because the, uh, the, the, basically the way I've been talking about plants and the way they speak, that's the way the shamans learned mm. about ayahuasca. And that literally has to be mixed with chacruna. Otherwise, it gets broken down by the enzymes in your stomach and it would have no effect at all. So they learned out of literally thousands in the, in the Vines pharmacy of the rainforest, mm-hmm. right? They learned how to combine two plants that allow this journey to happen. This trips me I out. There had to be, there had yeah. to have been divine guidance. Yeah, totally. They, they must have been guided by spirit to go yeah. to that root and mix it with mm-hmm. the, the, the vine, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, so wow. Okay, mm-hmm. so the shamans in the Amazon, 
originally found it and they would use it for ceremonial Yeah, and so they said they, they do um, dieta, right, with a plant. So in, in their culture, they will sit with one plant for years, for years, and they'll have a very specific diet to follow. And that plant will then impart how to you how for them to work together with the medicine and they gift them right with the, what they call the ikaros which are the healing songs that are sung mm. during the ceremony and the way that the shamans that I worked with described it to me if you've ever seen ayahuasca has like a pattern right mm-hmm. a pattern of light and and color and when they when they work with ayahuasca they also drink and they see the pattern on the person and the they shamans can, the shamans yep. see it when they work with you and when they you use say, the Icarus. when you say drink that's yeah. like drinking the ayahuasca that's not drinking drink, alcohol that, right okay. that's, that's drinking you, the ayahuasca no yeah okay. that's yeah. how you take well, ayahuasca I, I'm allowed to yeah, sorry no, no I know that's good that's, that's good that's totally. good yeah um, and they can see in those patterns where there's blockages in you and so they use the Icarus to unblock them and you and oftentimes if you sit in ceremony you can literally feel like they're pulling things out of you but that's like it a can lot be of really trust. uncomfortable <laughs> that's a lot of trust that you're putting in like an external shaman no well i think that's in the traditional when you're, when you're sense in a, when you're in such an open state yeah that that i, I think that's how it's used traditionally but mm-hmm. i've never been in a ceremony where the shaman is interacting mm-hmm. with the people in the ceremony but no, to speaking to that point Every time I've sat in ceremony, the initial um, communication with the spirit, the mother that's mm-hmm. embedded in ayahuasca, uh, she goes directly to scanning my body and I can feel this psychic surgery, they mm-hmm. call it, starting to look for the imbalances, the blockages. Mm-hmm. And I've had some crazy experiences around going yeah. in with certain ailments and feeling the medicine just going for that and my stomach doing flips and all kinds of things happening internally in my body and walking out with a different kind of constitution yeah. in that area is pretty insane. Yeah. Talk yeah. about, you know, just a wild expression of an intelligence that you're working within the plant. Absolutely. Yeah. It's incredible physical. And even for these the, like deeply spiritual things, my very first ceremony, I met um, dear people to me that had passed over. Mm. That was my first ceremony. Wow. Yeah. I had meet. Yeah. And they came to me and I ended up having, it was like I lived a lifetime through that one ceremony with what it would have been like if we had lived in the physical together. So it was very interesting, right? I had one ceremony. I'm like, I'm good. I don't think I need any more healing. (laughs) And then I went in multiple more times and I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Just out of interest, was your first ceremony very gentle? Was the mother very gentle and sweet with you? It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Um, Yeah, it was actually very gentle and very beautiful and very deeply healing. Most people say that the first one, the first introduction, to her is she's quite gentle and sweet yeah. with you and then the second yeah. one she kind of bashes you around a bit and that that's the beauty mm. of sitting in ceremony is that it's like birth you cannot yeah. say this is what your ceremony is going to be like your experience is going to be like if for every single person it's a completely unique experience True. in every way True. physically spiritually emotionally mentally I know that some people 
I, I took, I introduced some friends and we went to a medicine ceremony and they, one of them said that the whole ceremony was in cartoons mm-hmm. <laughs> and the other person just slept yeah. through the whole one. And yeah. the other person was getting well, v- vomiting mm-hmm. through one. And then the other person was astro traveling. It's just so completely yeah. different depending on what you need mm-hmm. in that moment. I think the medicine will give you what you need. Yeah. And that can be a harsh wake up or that can be some nourishment and yeah. something gentle and sweet. But I've always walked away with an incredible sense of being healed. Absolutely. And what's the saying? You don't necessarily get you want what get what you want, but you get what, what you, you, you need. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what do you guys do any like protection rituals before you go into ceremony like this? Because when you're going through these these planes of existence, which are so blown open, you know, I feel like there could be danger because there is entities in those realms. Um, how do you cope with that? I think our experiences were a little bit different because I was in the Amazon and there was a very, there was a ceremony every night. There was, they literally drew circle with what they call, um, it was basically flower water. They have a, a name for it. And then they they mark the area also with tobacco and then they cleanse you with tobacco. Like there's a whole ritual that happened daily while we were there. We would have floral baths to wash um, any entities off us. We would have specific herbal protocols depending on what we were going through. So it was like pretty intensive mm-hmm. where I was and mm-hmm. I really trusted. I went to the space specifically because I trusted that they were holding the space correctly. Mm-hmm. I think that's the element as well. The Did you shaman. experience that same thing with the flower water and everything and like them really protecting you? Uh, I, I, I believe that the shaman's position is to hold the integrity of the space. But we in know that not all shamans are, have integrity. In their personal life, perhaps. But the ones I've worked with, I felt extremely held and protected. I don't think he's just sitting there kind of like yeah. cruising on his iPhone. I no, it's not, not, not necessarily you need to cruising on your iPhone. Yeah. But like there are shamans, because you're dealing with people's spiritual energies, yeah. that they can, you know, if it's not a good shaman, they can use that against siphon, you. Know, siphon yes. people's that energies. Like that. Yeah. So. You should know where you're going. You should do your research. You need to do your due diligence yeah. and make mm-hmm. sure. The prep. Yeah, you shouldn't put it in another person's hands. That's what I'm saying. I, that that yeah. to me doesn't feel like safe. Yeah. Like I would want to have some, like I guess the flower water feels pretty good, but I would probably do just a ton of protection rituals around myself just because I just wouldn't trust. I just don't trust anyone. I, th- I think with that, that preparation is a yeah. huge part of any deep practice mm-hmm. that you're going to be going into and as we're going to discuss the integration mm-hmm. on the other side integrating the experience yeah. is even more important and so with me Jenna to answer your question the the prep I do I, I really follow the dietary guidelines for I think it's about five days before ceremony you have a very simple very clean diet no alcohol no coffee no meat you just like just cleaning yourself out. No sex. No sex, <laughs> yep. And in that space, you get into a mental, emotional headspace of really prepping for what you're prepare, prepping your body for. And for me, I'm constantly f- kind of thinking about what I need to bring into the ceremony, what I want to kind of leave behind and sort out. Um, and I always go in with a bubble of light and calling in angels and just... Nice. my own protecting my own space perfect yeah I, I felt I don't know if you I know other people have had this experience once you commit to her you start to feel her spirit working within you before you even start mm. to go in ceremony mm. and then once she's in you 
she's in. Yeah. I mean, she, I hear her at certain points in my life, like just the, the voice with which I hear her and the way that she whispers in certain situations in mm-hmm. my life. I think that's yeah. the brilliance of this type yeah. of experience where you, you're not hearing about it, you're not reading a book, you're not studying it, you are living mm-hmm. in it living it. And I can always go back to that visceral moment of Mm. what she taught me or what her Mm. guidance was in parts of my life where I'm completely straight and sober. Mm. And I can tap into that and be like, okay, that is the truth. And I resonate so deeply that that was the universal truth that I need to move into. So yeah, it's, it's changed my life. Ceremony work is beautiful. Do you have any other Mm. questions for us? Fire ahead. Um, I mean, around ayahuasca. Yeah. Um, I know you were interested in the kind of the dangers of it. Well, that's what I was trying to get at because, I mean, I've just, Lisa Renee just came out with a statement about ayahuasca that was talking about how entities can attach through through these types of ceremonies if you're not careful and you don't protect yourself. So that's why I wanted to bring that up. But I I think think that's totally possible when you are that... For me, I felt I went, I astro traveled. I went directly back up to where I was shown I came from. That source energy. Well, that (laughs) was, I I just got blood after the psychic surgery. I had this list of questions that I was ready to ask the mother. And Mm -hmm. half of the time, she was just laughing hysterically (laughs) at me and like bashing me around, silly little, you know, mortal. And um, when I said, like, where am I from? Like, how did I get here? She just went and she blasted me all the way back up to the universe. And I was immersed in this fluorescent pink kind of um, energy. And it was just this stillness, like that stillness on the other side in an empty room, just like like up in the universe stillness. Like I could hear nothing but this empty kind of space. Mm. And I just felt felt what it was like to be fully embodied 100% love 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 and she was talking to me saying you're loved silly you came from love you are love that's all there is that's where you're going to go back to it's all about love well that's true (laughs) good one mama medicine (laughs) yeah so cool yeah I remember her whispering to me oh you humans make it all so difficult. Yeah, she's got a sense of humor, just don't you think? love. Yeah. Just love. <laughs> I also had the experience where I had all these questions about why, why can't my mom be like this and why can't she let go of this? And she went, shoop, and she just kind of morphed me into my mother's being. Mm-hmm. And I, she took me on this journey of my mother being a young girl and then took me to her spirit rather than who she was as a woman. And she just wanted to be held. She wanted to be held and loved and looked after and told it's all right. And I saw the spirit of my mom that she's walking around in. And um, I had a completely different understanding because it's like I lived in her for that moment to understand mm-hmm. the complexity of her being. And then she kept going through to my dad and I went and morphed into my dad and my brothers and found such peace and closure yeah. about their humanness and how they show up and all my frustrations or complaints dissolved. And I just had compassion and, yeah. you know, it, I, that was probably the first 10 minutes of my ceremony. Yeah. It just goes on and on and on. Mm-hmm. And it took me to my past lives. That Which was one? incredible. Jen is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Which come one? on, give me a chance. One? Tell us. Did you see Lori there? Was it Atlantis? <laughs> Could have been. Uh, she took me, I was asking a question about 
um, a, a certain ex-partner of mine and it took me to – not that one. Jenna's looking <laughs> at me being like, that one, not that one. Took me to a past life that I had been living with him in these Celtic times and I was totally. in this – yeah, and I was in this Nordic, Celtic kind yeah, of village. The Norwegians they totally infiltrated the Celtic lands. Yeah. back then. So, so that's where I went, and I saw him as mm. my brother, and it made it completely. She didn't even tell me anything. She showed me, mm. and in reliving a pretty recent, I would say, past life, I could understand. The, the very complex dynamic that I couldn't pinpoint with my human rational mind. I know which accent is now. Yeah, and I all of a sudden <laughs> understood that, oh, that's the missing piece of the puzzle. That makes sense. Now I can close that and I can put it where it belongs. And it was such a blessing yeah. to have closure around something that I was so baffled by. Yeah. And I, I've had those experiences too. And I feel like a lot of people, the one gift that she seems to give a lot of people is showing you a completely different perspective. Mm. She turns your perspective around on every situation that you grasp onto from your mm-hmm. mind and you have a story about and she'll flip that perspective and show you all of the ways with which you can view it, right? And there's freedom in that and it's become a thing that I say to myself now and others it's like you're one perspective mm-hmm. away from a totally different reality. Oh, that was yeah. beautiful. <laughs> totally agree. Yeah. And what better way to actually be that person living out that moment to get that yeah. perspective. You're not going to embody it any other way, but living it, experiencing it yourself. Yeah. And I mean, I, there's no other way I've done that besides. Mm. These are our soul work. lessons, you know, yeah. and if we can begin to see every situation from these multiple perspectives, we're getting the lessons mm-hmm. and every challenge that we have put in front of us. We're like, Oh, what is the gift in this? As I can see this other perspective, I free myself from the notion that I have to suffer through anything, Mm. right? It's such a beautiful way to like see the flow of life. And it's like, we're not living life, boom, like life is moving and flowing through us. And if we can just allow it to move through us without an opinion or resistance, right? When we resist is when we suffer. Mm. And if we can allow ourselves to actually look forward, because our soul does, Mm -hmm. our soul is like, I called this in, like, Let's have this experience and let's expand and let's evolve more. And every huge challenge, anybody listening, if you think of any huge challenge you've ever had in your life and how it's turned out and how it's made you who you are now, can you not see the blessing in Mm. every single thing that you've went through? Mm. So now why can't we do that in every moment? Instead of suffering through Mm -hmm. something. Well, it's easier said than done. But once you have experienced, you have that cellular memory that you can go back to and exercise that muscle and know that that is true Mm -hmm. and move into that rather than holding on to an an intangible concept. That's why something like this, I think, is so And that's where the plants come in. (laughs) Again, this is where the plants actually align with us and can help us show, even if they're not like the, the ethnogenic plants, right? These huge teacher plants that do take a fair amount of commitment, but we can do it with a a lot of different plants can help us weave through this web of life in a really beautiful, um, just sacred way and, and be at peace even as we're moving through difficult times. So what are some plants that you could mention that are not as you, as you said, like the, the major teachers, which really take preparation. You have to like, you know, go to the Amazon or, or at least like cilantro. 
Oh, basil? <laughs> like, is that what you're talking about? Like, Cilantro daily? is yeah. like the plant that is my nemesis. Really? Jenna yeah. looked at me with God. like daggers in her eyes when I said that word. Okay. Do, I love cilantro. I, I just hate it. But whatever. It's just the, the flavor of you it. You have the like, weird flavor. Uh, I have you, the weird you've flavor You've got there. that gene. I have the gene. That, that makes it taste like soap. Um, but like what plants yeah. can you say are, would have sort of, um, of an effect like you say mm-hmm. of just being able to give that other perspective and to just bring that those qualities without the major yeah there's a lot of them um i mean cannabis is one if you actually do set and setting and make it sacred can take you there really really easily that's jenna's Um, go-to i think that's maybe why i haven't been called to do the more intense hallucinogenic Mm. plant medicine you're in ceremony all the time i'm in ceremony all the time yeah (laughs) Yeah. you're just getting beaten around yeah Constantly. psilocybin you know yeah, mushrooms. mushrooms but but beyond the ones that you know can are hallucinogenic um reishi reishi you and know what about cacao? sacred cacao blue lotus cacao we do cacao ceremonies yeah beautiful <sighs> heart opening invite please mm-hmm. invite us to yeah that. kava kava is incredible yeah. jesse mm-hmm. loves kava oh yeah. my gosh he spent all this time on fiji kava yeah. kava's that numbs out your yeah. mouth oh my gosh i had yeah. such a scary experience on kava <laughs> it was not done in an intentional oh. setting a friend just came back i must have been like 20 and a friend came back from fiji with kava i'm like yeah let's like numb out our mouth and see what happens that it was i think i ate too much it was, it was you can tea. definitely do too much yeah. yeah and most of the time it'll knock you out it's great for if anybody who has insomnia in larger doses it will get you to sleep mm-hmm. um i think that's a point we should talk about intention mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. intention is everything, everything. And how you use your words if you use them with intention or not mm-hmm. creates your reality yep. consciously or subconsciously plants would be the same thing the intention you place behind using Mm -hmm. them and working with them so i know just going back to ayahuasca ceremonies and peyote and whatever plant Mm -hmm. ceremonies you're doing um i mean this is definitely sacred realms that you're moving into and a such a um incredible blessing and opportunity that this is becoming more and more available to people you don't have to trek into the amazon and find a shaman to do it it's kind of everywhere right now but isn't that so interesting in and of itself because it used to be just for shamans right Mm -hmm. it only was the shamans that did it and now it's proliferating to just people i think it's it's part of the the awakening it is we're part of the awakening yeah our planet is awakening it is i'll tell you one of the ceremonies that was super profound for me as I became her, I felt her growing up Ooh. inside me. My head was gone. She cut, literally cut off my head Ooh. and everything. I became her branches. And, you know, she kind of twists and turns. Yeah. serpent energy, and right? Exactly. You feel it just the higher serpentine energies, not yeah. the lower reptilians. <laughs> <laughs> Down but, to the reptiles. But she said, she said, my child, look for the lights. Mm. And then I could see all of humanity, right? And I could see the lights. I could see darkness. I could see dim lights coming online. I could see brighter lights. And then I could see the brightest light shining. She's like, do you see the lights? I'm like, I see That's the, the lights. That's the earth grid. That's yeah. the earth grid. I see the light. She's like, bring me the lights. I got shivers. Right? And it it was really clear to me. It's like, no, no, no. It's not like we're going into the jungle looking for her. She's coming looking for us. And for most people who have done it, now it's becoming, you know, really out there and people are doing it a little more recreationally, which I don't recommend. It's It's not a recreation, (laughs) it's an intentional ceremony. Yeah. Calls you. I think she calls me. I I want to do it with you, Lori. Jenna, I'm looking for a ceremony right now. I've found one that I'll give you. 
we'll discuss off yeah. mic <laughs> um, the details. But as you guys were talking and talking about that serpent energy, I'm looking and there's an astrological chart called the map of the universe and there is a serpent yeah. running through the astrological chart. And f- I mean, coincidences, coincidences don't exist, guys. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Listen to that right? podcast. And as above, so below, <laughs> right? Right. Everything yes. that we're looking yes. at, and our viewers can't see this, but what we're looking at here, when we go deeply inside of ourselves and, and we can explore the whole universe that exists within mm, us. And it's, we're the microcosm of that, that yeah, macrocosm. Universe. We have a picture of the universe on the wall here, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, well, let's just speak to, I know that a lot of people, because it's becoming quite accessible and fashionable almost in spiritual and unspiritual circles, especially in LA, which is the mecca of all spiritual resources and self-development. What advice would you give someone who's listening, who is interested in entertaining the idea of a ceremony? Mm -hmm. I mean, I love you saying she calls you and that's a really great way to know if it's your time and if you're ready or not, if you're feeling really called from the heart rather than, and she finds you. Almost, you get an invitation out of nowhere mm-hmm. or whatever it may be. Um, do you think there is any preparation that one can do in getting ready for an experience like this? Meditation yeah. or what are some yeah, ideas I you mean, have? So many, absolutely. Meditation. I think once you've <clears throat> made the commitment, call her spirit in. She's actually already there. If you've yeah. already made the commitment she's to her, she knows she's in the ethers, and right? she's in you. In no time. And absolutely. I mean, adhere to the diet. For me, it's part of the commitment to her. And I know there's circles out there that don't really do a diet. I mean, the diet to me was part of the sacredness of it and the cleaning out of my physical body and the commitment for which I was prepared to meet her. And I also think that's one of the reasons that was a little bit easier on me. I think if you go in without that um, that reverence, right? That like I'm communing with a plant here and this is the way it's always been done and this is sacred. If you don't take it like that, you're going to get whipped upside the head. I feel like that happens. I've seen it happen. Oh yeah, don't go Um, in thinking you're going for a fun little party. No. (laughs) No. Because you will get smacked. Yeah, it's not really, yeah, it's not about that. There's lots Mm. of other things that you can take if you want that. Um, And just the commitment, the intention, with which you go and please like know who is holding your circle very, that is know very who is important holding your circle i can't say yeah. that enough yes. yeah you know don't just arrive yeah. with anyone wherever it, yeah. it's it's a very vulnerable space yeah. vulnerable you are probably the most vulnerable you'll ever be in your yeah. human experience and you want to be in safe hands you want to be someone with someone with integrity yeah. i always have angels in the yeah. ceremonies i'm yeah. in which are people who it's their job to protect the space yeah. and to be there for you when you need it. And because it's not all love and light. I got it. I mean, no. it is. There's but an ego death. There, yeah. I was about to ask, had you entered the mystical death, yeah. which people talk about in yeah. ayahuasca ceremony? You went to the mystical death. I died. Wow. And there's right, and there's a good wow. amount. You have to feel safe enough to let let go. go. See, I was <laughs> I was falling down this black hole into the mystical death and Physically, my physical body was, um, it felt like I was dying. dying. Yeah. I, like I couldn't, mm-hmm. <laughs> I couldn't grasp my breath. I couldn't, I was completely numb. Like I couldn't move my body at all, not even a pinky. And I just felt my throat closing up and my <gasps> mind was spinning so into, scary. I'm going to die. This yeah. is it. The headlines are going to be girl and I was because everybody dies. That's going to be me. And <laughs> I started, and in that space of, 
con- of contracting, mm-hmm. the medicine was saying, let go, let go. Let go. I've got you. You can do yeah. it. And it was, it's so real yeah. that you're, it, I hadn't been prepped for the mystical death and what that looks like. But when you have, if when you let go mm-hmm. in that space. So did you let go? No, I couldn't. Mm-hmm. I was grasping. Was, I was yeah. grasping. You think you're dying. And yeah, you literally I, think you're dying. I, yeah, and I really pulled hardcore, myself guys. out. <laughs> I was like cold, grasping, calling at people like, I need water, water. And my, I was thirsty. I couldn't handle it, but I didn't, I wasn't prepped for yeah. what that means. And it's actually yeah, a portal, that mystical death. Yeah. And tell me where, what's on the other side of that <laughs> mystical death for next time, because I'm, I'm going to get there. I, I feel like there's no words that ever could ever do it any kind of justice. Um, because it is, you are not this body. You are everything. And I don't want, my whole body is tingling right now. The amount of love, the amount of pure being when you realize that you are the divine creator, you are an expression of that. I mean, in this space, you're not, but you realize in the body, you are an expression of that and that you are boundless and you are limitless and that we have come here to be that. And be loved all of the things that get in the way do not matter. And, you know, there was this realization for me that it was like, there is nothing to fear mm. when we can completely let ourselves die. The, the thought that we've let the body go, You're really free. nothing is gone yeah. and everything is gained. That's exactly the place I went to in my first ceremony where she shot me back up to our original um, place where we were birthed yeah. out of. Before we yeah. got manifest as humans on earth, that's where we were from. Speak for yourself. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, that's true. No, I mean, just... You were from you never, the Pleiades. No, 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 no. I don't yeah. think I was, but I'm just saying... But you, that we could all another have to That's true. That's yeah. true. Completely. Yeah. That was for me. Yeah. But this is beyond, this is beyond all of that. This is beyond all lifetimes and all dimensions and all planets. This is is beyond that. That's life force energy. Energy that cannot be created or destroyed. It just is. It Mm -hmm. is. It is the absolute or the the Brahmin. So I would would love to know your experience and take on integration. Because when Mm. I had my first ceremony, it was such a blasting open Mm -hmm. of my soul, my consciousness, my mind, my logical mind was just flipped over and turned inside out. It was hard for me to integrate the um, lifting of the veil, what I had seen and experienced, there was no turning back. And I had to, I, I realized that I'm on earth, I'm a human, I've manifested in this human form to have a human experience. I can't be living up in the ethers when I'm I'm on earth. Yeah. So how do I integrate the knowledge and information and experience I've had in a way which supports me being happy, free and empowered in my human experience? And yeah. it was I was shell-shocked for probably a week or two. I I and no one understood I couldn't translate what I had experienced to the degree where I felt understood. Transformation, isolation situation. <laughs> you got to listen to that podcast, by the okay. way. <laughs> that sounds so, amazing. Um, yeah, it was a bit jarring coming back down to earth. So how would you um, suggest someone integrate as such a huge experience yeah. like ceremony work? 
I mean, there's no easy answer for that because we live in a society that when we do the medicine, we can see everything that's almost like sick in mm-hmm. our society. Mm-hmm. It's the bad. way it, it from, was depressing. From, from the beginning the of birthright. It's it's took bad, me, right? I, I, yeah, I went down to dark places after that. Yeah, it's really difficult to come back into civil, Western civilization because God, you see how can through you it. accept it after yeah, that? Yeah, right? you see through it all and you see the illusion of it mm-hmm. all. And you see that a lot of the way you've already constructed your life doesn't matter. Um, the hard work starts yeah. after that point. I would say the hard work starts. After I came back from the Amazon, I did none of that medicine for two years mm-hmm. because, and I think this is where with this medicine in particular, there's, we're lacking so much integration. And I mean, my big vision is actually to have a center for integration and offer many other modalities that don't involve the these big teacher plants that allow us to integrate, whether it's meditation and yoga, um, new ways of educating ourselves, new ways of coming into sacred commerce, like so many different ways where we can actually begin to, you know, I know both of you feel this, is to birth the new world and the new way of Coming soon. You know? <laughs> And I think that's what she's trying to show us. Oh, yeah, she wants so, it because Gaia wants it. Yeah, and all the plants want we it, all, right? And all the and, animals and all yeah. the actually 99% of yes. the people. And yeah. you know what? We're at a tipping point. We, yeah. are, we are at a, in a very drastic situation. Kick it over the yeah. edge where we, It's one step this way or yeah. a couple of steps back that way. But yeah. it's, it's, it's important. Right, Now's so the time. Yeah. And I don't think the answer is ceremony after ceremony after ceremony after ceremony. No, because then you yeah. never integrate it, right? Yeah, and I understand like you go to this place and I understand wanting to be in that place. It makes sense. Oh, let's go do that again. And that's, we, like you said, dangerous. we're here in a body mm. and our soul has a purpose. And we're walking this path for a reason. And I feel strongly that we're part of the guides. We are the light workers. We are the way showers. So how do we take this information and how do we actually bring it out? And how do we come together as a community Mm -hmm. and begin to shift the way that we do things? So I think think there's so much space for integration Mm -hmm. centers. Mm -hmm. And how can we all come together as a community who have seen and learned this Mm -hmm. and begin to shift the way that we do things? Yeah, I agree. Because if you don't integrate things properly with intention and all the way through you can be left blasted open and traumatized. I've seen people who have gone in not really knowing what they're getting into or not having support and tools and techniques to integrate things or or translate what's going on. Mm -hmm. And it has taken them months to years to come back down and feel grounded, normal and safe. It's, it it, it can really, integration is everything without that, without that your experience is meaningless. Exactly. I agree. I agree a hundred percent with you. And I envision like having that apothecary where like, let's continue with the plants that Mm -hmm. are psychoactive. Let's continue with the plants that support us, that deepen our knowing and that show us how to bring it back to planet earth, to Gaia, to our mother, and how do we move forward in the transformation that we're really here Mm. to ignite in those around us? Can I just say that I really envision you having land with plant medicine gardens and center and all that, like so strong, Mm. like even before this conversation, it's 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 already done. done. And so it is. And so it is. (laughs) And you know what? I love the fact that you, you can create the same experience in subtle and gentle ways Mm -hmm. with your plant medicine, your tinctures you're working with. Mm -hmm. It 
doesn't have to be this that like major. intense, blasting open, life changing kind of traumatic almost experience. Because that can, might not be for everyone. Well, that, that's know? why it, I was really saying you got to feel cold. Like yeah. you really got to be ready for your world to be rocked. Yeah. And, and stepping out of that, second guessing everything you thought was true and reality. Mm-hmm. Lives can crumble yeah. after ceremony. The tower card, guys. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Everything that isn't in alignment will crumble probably. That's true. It Fun did. times. It did. <laughs> <laughs> any other any other questions we have while well, we have this amazing witchy poo with us? Oh, this has been such well, a fun conversation. Well, what I want to ask <laughs> is I want you to tell our listeners what you're doing in the world, how they can find you, how they can follow you on Instagram. Because, I mean, if I were listening to this episode, I would definitely want to find you. you you're my guru. <laughs> I want to know everything about you. Avoid gurus, follow plants. There you go. <laughs> That's, That's good, actually. My mantra. <laughs> Um, my website is Herb Girl Alchemy. I currently see private clients who we do acupuncture, plant medicine readings. Um, I can do the plant medicine reading part over the phone. Um, I have plans to do a lot more writing um, on my blog. So you can sign up for my newsletter and all my future classes will be posted on the website as well. Um, I just finished the chakra tinctures. So there are combinations. Give me the throat chakra tincture. <laughs> do you have it in your bag? What do you have? What plant medicine do you have in your bag right now? <laughs> I have no plant medicine. We have to do an episode just yeah. in the chakras. Yes. Okay, great. We're going to yeah, have you back. Absolutely. And this is these these chakras are meant to be worked with um, for you know a month month by month so you can really integrate and go allow the plants to take you into each portal starting with the root all the way up to the crown. Oh my god! Wow, yeah. how transformative! And then lastly, this came about from a plant medicine ceremony is we're getting ready to launch our CBD um, skincare line that has an <gasps> internal and external component. This will yeah. heal your skin like none other. I got to be in the test test It sounds like another youth elixir. It is a youth elixir. It's really, yeah. Mm. It's incredible. It's the first, I mean, my partner who is, she's the pharmacist and we met in a plant medicine ceremony. Of course you did. Right? And it was born beyond us. It's it's been a wild ride. Um, But literally it's the first thing I've ever put on my skin that feels alive. Like, mm. I feel the plants in it. It feels alive. She has samples for both of yeah. us. She forgot to bring them today, but I'm going to give them oh, to you on Friday. Friday. Oh, yeah. so exciting. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's a lot of goodness. That yeah, you've got going and so we on. recommend, speaking of intention, with these products, which are about to launch, they'll be launched by the end of the year. So if you sign up for my newsletter, I'll let you know when they're launched. Great. Um, but we actually ask before you put them on to set an intention, too. Brilliant. You know, what do you want them to do for you? And there is the internal component, which is CBD mixed with other plant medicines. And do you mm-hmm. have a discount code for our listeners that they can pop in? I bet Jenna does. Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> So if you go on to Lori's um, website and you get anything there, you could pop in the discount code MLF15 to get 15% off. Wow. That is a bargain. I'm using yeah. that. I'm going to be using that discount code. <laughs> We're going to be buying it all up ourselves. So. <laughs> Good luck, guys. I better get Good to luck. making some medicine, actually. <laughs> wow. I'm signing up for an acupuncture session and some tinctures and a plant reading. What happens in a plant yeah. reading? You'll have to find well, out. Yeah. I, if you come for <laughs> acupuncture, I'll automatically be doing that with the energy work oh, and it. making to the see recommendations. see what plants are drawn to you that you want to work with. Exactly. Okay. And the readings are more for people who can't be here in person so that if they really want to have a custom-made plant formula for whatever's going on with them that we can do it over the phone brilliant yeah. laurie thank you so much oh, oh thank my you for gosh having me. 
I could just so keep fun. talking for hours, but I'm getting Jenna's wide it. eyes being like, time's <laughs> up, baby. And I'm the timekeeper. Yeah, the only is. one here on earth still trying to keep the time. Yeah, yep, that's no, right. It doesn't exist. Yeah, that's it's true. true. See, two people think it doesn't exist. <laughs> And one person is like, all right, well, we've been going on for about an hour now, so <laughs> probably should wrap it up. All right. Well, that's our segue. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Laura. Aww, we thank really, you. really appreciate you. And Loved thank it. you, listeners, for tuning in with us. We really, really feel you with us, appreciate you. And please, if you like this episode, share the love, share the information, share the inspiration, share this episode. And um, yeah, get in touch with Laurie. I know She's a I very definitely pow- am. very powerful healer. Mm. Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm already signed up. Oh, and yeah, Love leave a guys. comment, leave us a five star review because you know that helps us spread the light and love and karma and grow our mission. Yeah, you know, leave us a five star review. <laughs> and Jenna will strike you down if you know. <laughs> Just jokes. Cancel clear. Um, but we love you and we're excited to have you with us next time. Thanks for tuning in. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Visit our website, themotherlovingfuture.com for more information. And please leave us a five-star review on iTunes if you like what you hear. We read every single review and comment, and we are so grateful for your support. See you next week.